Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, let's talk about closing costs. What are some of the typical closing costs a seller can expect to pay? Well, um, normally if you have a mortgage, paying off your mortgage is the largest thing typically that you're having to pay off when you sell your home. And a lot of people will check out their statements to see what they owe, but that's not really the final payoff because interest is paid backwards. In other words, if you make, say, your December payment, you're actually paying November's interest. So if you close on a house at the end of November, then you're going to have to pay all of November's interest at closing as part of the payoff of your loan. That is why you so, are my real estate expert. I would have never. And I'm a former trial attorney. I, I have a pretty good idea on a lot of things. Would not have known that at all. Yeah, so a lot. I usually add, when I do my estimated net sheet, typically I'll add uh, about one extra payment to the payoff, just so they're not surprised at closing. Yeah, don't need uh, any surprises at closing. No, we try to stay away from surprises. Um, you also have to settle up property taxes. So property taxes are paid also backwards. So 2019 taxes are due in 2020. So they will collect, if you're closing at the end of this year, all of 2019 taxes out of the net proceeds and give it to the buyer. And then the buyer pays it next year when it's due. So that usually surprises sellers because they say, I paid my taxes. Would have surprised me. Yeah, but you do pay your taxes, but what you paid out of your escrow account probably was from the previous year. From the pre previous year. How about title closing service fees? Yeah, in this market, typically the seller pays for title insurance, and the closing service fee is just a $300 fee that the buyer and seller typically split to close the real estate. Um, title, uh, title insurance could be... It, typically, it runs anywhere between $1,200 to as much as $2,000 at closing. If you've refinanced in the last five years, though, they will cut that title insurance in half. Because they have a more recent title. Yeah. How about how about uh, commissions? And is, is that even negotiable? Or, or what's the deal yes, with that? Yes, it is. It is negotiated up front. So you, have an, you sign an agreement with your seller. Uh, with the agent signed agreement with their seller on the total commission. And uh, that gets paid out of the closing. And that's usually a larger expense in most cases because it's based on a percent of the sales price. What are some of the um, other things? Uh, water bill. So we have to settle the water bill in the state of Colorado. So in most areas of Colorado Springs, it's Colorado Springs Utilities. Right. And they don't require it because the way they do their billing, you just tell them what day you're selling your house. Your billing stops before that day and the new buyer takes over. Right. Um, but in other water districts like Fountain has a couple of them, Peyton has another one, um, they will actually order a, a pay, an estimated payoff of, of settling up the water. And of course the billing cycles never really work out. So usually they'll add a couple hundred extra dollars out of that and then you'll get whatever overage back after closing. Well, and that's why I want somebody with 20 years of ex 20 years plus of plus. experience and somebody who is used to doing it up Ute Pass or in Black Forest or, or heading down Highway 115. The phone number for Barb Schlinker, 719-301-2461, 719-301-2461, Barb Schlinker. Also, they... Um Many sellers are surprised by the HOA transfer fee. That's another fun one. So most HOAs will charge a fee for transferring ownership from the seller to the buyer. 
Typically, it's a seller cost, but it is negotiated in the contract. Usually, it's about $350. Wow. So they're never happy to see that one. <laughs> and on rare occasions, um, there will be a survey required. So what a survey is, pretend you're flying over the house, right. and you're looking at the lot line from above. So it would be a drawing of the house from above. It shows the house, the driveway, the fence, and the boundary lines. What title companies are looking for there is any kind of boundary disputes. Now, because of the advent of GPS and all this stuff, there with, with these normally platted lots, like lot one, block two of whatever, Briargate subdivision, there's no mystery about where the boundary is. It's usually when we get on some of these more confusing locations. But anyway, title does not require a survey on the platted lots in most cases. What they do is just have the seller sign what's called a survey affidavit at closing that says that they don't know of any boundary disputes. Now, there are exceptions to that. Um, certain areas like uh, Old Colorado City, uh, downtown Colorado Springs, where they had those a lot of older buildings and the plats were established before the GPS, so they have some buildings crossing over two lots. They have all kinds of weird stuff going on in some of those places. Also on some acreage properties, they will require, require a survey. Normally it's a seller cost, but it could be negotiated in the contract either way. And again, that's why Barb Schlinker is the person I'd call, 719-301-2461 if you'd like to find out. Um, liens. Everybody sometimes is surprised. Gosh, I had no idea there was a lien on my home. And then bingo, there you have an issue. Yeah. And sometimes they're a surprise. Sometimes they're not. In most cases, the seller had to have been notified by some sort of process service because a lien is a legal document. Yeah. Um, but the first lien typically is a mortgage, right? Right. Uh, so that that's one of the liens. But other surprising liens that we see on occasion, sometimes the city will put liens. I've seen cities put liens on bank-owned homes for not mowing the grass over time. Wow. Uh, I've seen, because they had to go out and mow it. Um, I've seen liens for construction-type work, like mechanics liens. Here's an Or somebody did work and then they weren't paid for it or there was a dispute. Right. In fact, um, back in the, before the meltdown, 2005, one of the big builders here in town, uh, they went bankrupt. Okay. And so what they were doing at the time when the market was roaring is they were building all kinds of what they call speculative homes, the abbreviation of spec homes, which means the homes, they've got various homes in different levels of construction because buyers like it. They can't, they don't have any visualized visualization skills and they, usually don't want to wait much more than 90 days. Problem was the market started shuttering and they had all these homes in different levels of, levels of construction and they couldn't handle the debt service. So they filed bankruptcy, but they did close on some homes that were completely built. After these new homes were completely built, they actually did not, um, the, when the buyers bought these homes, they went directly to the builder and did not get representation from an agent and after these homes closed and then the builder went bankrupt, there were a couple of the trades that did not get paid, like the, the I forget what they call them, the tin men that put in ducting for right. furnaces yep. and the electrical guys, they didn't get paid. So they successfully placed mechanics liens against these brand new homes. And those homeowners that paid full price to that builder had to pay again to those, uh, um, the electricians and the uh, HVAC guys yeah, the for what they already paid for because the builder went bankrupt. Wow. And it really, the, in, the title insurance to protect you from this 
only costs $75. So that's why if you're buying a brand new home, I highly recommend not to go straight to the builder because you could you could really open yourself up for some problems if you do that. But that's a lien that, that is not a fun surprise because these people already paid full price. Well, and that's, that's one of the reasons I recommend, even if you're buying a home that's being built, not an existing home, if you're going to buy a home that's being built, uh, give Barbara a call, 719-301-2461. She can usually be smart about saving you money and making sure that everything is lined up. Let's talk about uh, some uh, hidden costs that home sellers tend to be surprised about. Um, one of them is uh, you, you want to make sure you get a detailed estimated net sheet on how much you're going to put in your pocket when it sells up front from your agent. Not every agent does that. They make them do the math in their head. And the last thing you want at, at the closing table is the seller to be frustrated and upset. They didn't know they had to pay X. Some of the surprises we get, though, um, especially with the roof, all the, all the hail that we get around yes. here. Um, if and most of it happens in the winter time, you don't have to worry so much about hail. But starting probably May all the way through August, September, we could get a monster hailstorm. If we're selling homes during that time, and the roof needs replacement, okay, the title companies will require the cost of that roof replacement to come out of the seller's net proceeds, regardless of whether or not the insurance company has paid. So that could get very interesting if the seller doesn't have enough equity to cover it. Roofs could be 10,000. I've seen big numbers on some, some of the roof hailstorms that we had, was it two years ago where Fountain got hit twice? Hit twice, within, within <laughs> about a six month period, yeah. Those were big, huge bills that had to be paid. And what most insurance companies will do is they'll say, okay, we'll pay them the first half. And then once it's complete and finaled, then we'll pay them the rest. But the check has to be signed off by the homeowner, sent back to the lender. It's a big, long process. In the meantime, you're selling your home. Title companies require all potential liens to be paid out at the closing. So that could, that has been a surprise for us in the past couple of years with all these hailstorms. But we got it worked out. But they eventually get the money back from the insurance company after closing. And again, that, that's why, Barb, all of these things are based on experiencing, having been through this before, 719-301-2461. What are some of the ways that people can save closing costs? Um, I would say, you know, first of all, just, just stay ahead of everything. Um, know what all of your expenses are. Um, really maintain your systems. One of the biggest ticket items besides a roof replacement is septic. Yeah. So the, the homes that have septic system, the county changed the rules a couple years ago where you have to have it inspected and if it has more than 30%, if the tanks are more than 30% full, you have to have it pumped. But they're also evaluating the viability of the system. And it's, it's almost become a new industry where these inspectors will come out and say, oh, you need a new leach field. Twenty-five dollars to $40,000 has been the charges I've seen for those wow. things. So it's it's... It's one of those little things that sneaks up and gets you later on. I would probably have it evaluated before I put it on the market. All right. Free reports, you do that. Yes. Yeah, so we're offering a free report on the 27 tips to sell your home fast and for top dollar. And you can, you can either call us at 719-301-2461 or go on the website tipstosellfast.com. All right, that number again, 719-301-2461 to talk to Barb. Each week, the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker informs and educates anyone who is in the market to either sell or to buy real estate. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the real estate market and an update on that. Stay tuned.